Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. You are here. We'll talk about gun violence as a threat to public health with the Health Affairs Editor-in-Chief, Alan Weil, coming up at 9.10. The First Lady's first offering to the Smithsonian at the American History Museum. I'm John Doman. Asian markets are mixed. The Dow up 10 points today, 9 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. The farm worker accused of killing seven people in Half Moon Bay, California, makes his first court appearance. CBS's Donya Backus. 66-year-old Half Moon Bay shooting suspect Chun Li Zhao did not speak and tried to hide his face during his arraignment Wednesday afternoon. He's charged with seven counts of murder and one count of attempted murder along with weapons violations. The penalty if convicted of all the charges would be life without parole or death. Zhao did not enter a plea and is being held without bail. Two attorneys were appointed to represent him. Vice President Kamala Harris has visited Monterey Park, California to meet with survivors and first responders of last Saturday night's mass shooting at a dance hall where 11 were killed. The Newport News Virginia School Board votes to oust Superintendent George Parker III. It comes after the January 6th shooting of teacher Abby Zwerner, allegedly by a six-year-old student. Zwerner's lawyer, Diane Toscano. The school administration was warned by concerned teachers and employees that the boy had a gun on him at the school. Toscano says Werner plans to sue the school district. In Texas, Harris County Judge Lena Hidalgo has checked out the damage from yesterday's tornado in the Houston metro area. We are working to request aid from the federal government at minimum in terms of low-interest loans, SBA loans, which are for small businesses and for residents. President Biden says the U.S. is sending 31 M1 Abrams battle tanks, among other military aid, to Ukraine. Mr. Biden says it's part of the worldwide commitment to help Ukraine defend itself. The Abrams tanks are the most capable tanks in the world. <clears throat> They're also extremely complex to operate and maintain. So we're also giving Ukraine the parts and equipment necessary to effectively sustain these tanks on the battlefield. Meta says it's lifted its ban of former President Trump. CBS's Matt Piper. Former President Trump's two-year suspension from Meta's Facebook and Instagram accounts will be lifted in the coming weeks, says the company. It's a move they had to make. Alan Adamson is with brand consultant firm Metaforce. Their big competitor, Twitter, has done it. Business is tough. If he behaves, he deserves, if we believe in free speech, to be back on Facebook and Instagram. While Trump was reinstated on Twitter in November, he has yet to send a new tweet. Matt Piper, CBS News. GOP House Speaker Kevin McCarthy blocks Democrats from the House Intelligence Committee. Democratic Congressman Adam Schiff. This decision by Kevin McCarthy to bow to the demands of the most extreme elements of his conference and use the Intelligence Committee as this kind of political plaything doesn't show the strength uh, of his speakership. Indeed, it shows the weakness of his speakership. Speaker McCarthy says years of service cannot be the sole criteria for membership on an essential committee. This is CBS News. Nobody should have to pay for one-size-fits-all insurance coverage. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance, so you only pay for what you need. Liberty Mutual Insurance. 903 on WTOP, Wednesday night, January 25th, 2023. Steady rain in places, 46 in College Park, down to 35 later. Good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis with the top local stories we're following this hour. And new tonight, the superintendent of Newport News, Virginia Public Schools, where that six-year-old boy shot and wounded his teacher, is stepping away from that job. Superintendent George Parker III expected to leave February 1st after a vote by the school board tonight. 
He had said no weapon was found when a tip prompted a search of the boy's backpack earlier that day, the day of the shooting. Police say Abby's Werner was shot by her young student earlier this month. Now lawyers for Zwerner say they plan to sue the school district, accusing administrators of ignoring warnings this student had a weapon. Abby Zwerner is the best of us. But the 25-year-old Richneck Elementary School teacher's attorney, Diane Toscano, says she's healing from serious injuries after her student shot her through the hand and in the chest on January 6th. School administration was warned by concerned teachers and employees that the boy had a gun on him at the school. Police say they were unaware of any concerns expressed to school administrators. However, outgoing superintendent George Parker III has said at least one administrator was told that day the boy may have a weapon, but nothing was found in his backpack. Police say the boy used his mother's gun, which was purchased legally. Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. It was a little more than a year ago when a student at Magruder High School in Montgomery County shot and wounded a classmate in a bathroom at the school. Since then, the county public school system has been assessing the response and it has found some missteps. The school system says after talking to more witnesses, it's adding to its after-action report over the shooting committed by 18-year-old Stephen Alston Jr. And one big takeaway is that in the future, there needs to be a strong incident command structure at these sorts of events, since there appeared to be some confusion that day among staff and others about who was in charge. And on that day, there were apparently cases of teachers not following lockdown protocols by leaving their classroom and even the teacher with the shooter unknowingly in their classroom, mistakenly dismissing the class when the bell rang. Also looking back, better communication could have resulted in the lockdown being lifted earlier, the report said. The school system also saying it's taken steps to address cell phone connectivity since reception issues forced staff to relay 911 dispatcher information over walkie-talkies to those helping the wounded student. Alston Jr. was sentenced to 18 years in prison for the shooting. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. A warning for you tonight to stay away from Inoki mushrooms from China. The Maryland Department of Health says there's potential contamination with listeria bacteria. This batch was sold in 7-ounce Clear plastic packages with a brown and green label. Again, these are mushrooms. See exactly what the packages look like, and then make sure you don't have any in your fridge. Read a lot more about this at WTOP.com. Search mushrooms. 906, a new addition tonight to one of the more popular displays at the Smithsonian's American History Museum. The dresses worn by Jill Biden during President Biden's inauguration have been added to the wing that celebrates First Ladies. The dresses themselves are stylish and formal, or as any guy would tell their wife, yeah, they look good, but what's on display too is... Matching masks. First Lady Jill Biden wore them too. They're just pieces of small cloth. The pandemic was less than a year old at the time, and vaccines weren't widely available yet. They represent the enormity of what we all face. Biden chose New York's Alexandra O'Neill to design her attire. O'Neill was just 34 at the time. Because young people showed up and voted for Joe in historic numbers. Standing next to her dress, displayed on the third floor now, O'Neill says... It's mind-blowing. At the American History Museum. <laughs> of course. John Dome in WTOP News. After traffic and weather, America mourns the victims of so many mass killings already this year. We talked about the public health threat of gun violence with the editor of Health Affairs. Stay with us here on WTOP. The editor-in-chief, Alan Weil, of Health Affairs Journal is along in just minutes. Stay with us, 907. Because of the new car shortage, car buyers are paying over sticker price for new cars. Not at Fitzgerald Subaru in Gaithersburg and Rockville. We still post our no-haggle, no-hassle price on the windshield of every new Subaru and Subaru-certified pre-owned in Fitzway used car. And many are discounted below sticker. Our price transparency will earn your trust. That's the Fitzway. Call 888-FITZMALL and get all the facts. Transparency and trust. That's the Fitzway. There's just no better way to go. 
For more than 50 years, KBR delivers mission-critical science, technology, and engineering solutions to space, defense, and intelligence communities. Whether training astronauts or testing the latest military aircraft, KBR equips those on the front line and those exploring a new frontier. Known for excelling in extreme environments, KBR is trusted to help its customers meet their most pressing challenges today and into the future. KBR, the team behind the mission. For more information, visit KBR.com. It's great to have you here tonight at 908. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $69. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks with Bob Imler in the WTOP Traffic Center. In Maryland on 95 southbound, the crash remains after the Baltimore Beltway before 195 along the right side. And a crash really not causing delays on Route 1 northbound at Route 100 and getting by to the right. Baltimore-Washington Parkway is pretty quiet. Things are generally good to go. Uh, on 270. In Virginia, southbound on 95 after Lorton, the crash is now on the left shoulder. Beyond that, the pace is good in the heavy rain uh, headed toward Fredericksburg. And on 66, everything is running pretty well in both directions. No incidents or delays or any work zones out there tonight. Can you sing at Nick's Riverside Grill? Tuesday karaoke nights, you can sing it your way from 7 to 10. Nick's, Go for the karaoke, stay for the great cocktails, food, and river views. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4's Amelia Draper. As we head into the late evening and overnight hours, temperatures will be in the 30s and low 40s. An isolated shower is possible, but most of us are dry with mostly cloudy skies. Tomorrow, I'm tracking gusty winds in the forecast. Wind gusts up to 35, even 40 miles an hour. So with highs near 50, we'll have wind chills in the 30s and low 40s with a mix of clouds and sun. More sun on Friday and lighter winds and nice finish to the work week with highs in the mid to upper 40s. Over the weekend, a sun-filled Saturday with highs around 50. In fact, to date, we are currently the fifth warmest January on record. On Sunday, clouds increase throughout the day with the chance for some rain by the evening hours. Rain is likely overnight. Highs around 50 again. I'm Storm Team 4 Meteorologist Amelia Draper. And we're checking out where the rain is concentrated at this hour. I can tell you between Springfield and Lake Ridge and Lorton in Fairfax County, parts of northern Virginia, getting a lot of rain. Dale City and Montclair, rain. Fairfax Station, some steady rain tonight in Annandale. Parts of uh, northwest D.C., northeast D.C. getting some rain as well. And southern Montgomery County into Silver Spring and Wheaton, that part of the area getting rain that is all pushing from southwest to northeast across our area. Stay with your weather alert station, WTOP. We're at 41 degrees in Rockville, Ashburn 39, District Heights 45, dropping to the middle 30s overnight, and we're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 20% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today. Schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 9:10. America has more guns than people, and it has begun 2023 with a steady barrage of violence after three years of isolation, stress, and infighting during the pandemic. In California alone, mass killings have claimed the lives of two dozen people over just eight days. The victims include 11 people killed celebrating the Lunar New Year at a dance hall, seven farm workers killed in Half Moon Bay, and a 17-year-old mother and her baby shot dead in an attack that killed five generations in California. San Mateo County Board of Supervisors President Dave Pine says this is not an acceptable way for a modern society to live. We discussed gun violence as a threat to public health with Health Affairs Editor-in-Chief Alan Weil tonight. The amount of research we conduct on firearms is very small relative to the burden that they impose on society. If we thought of this as cancer or stroke or heart disease, we would make a much larger investment. The politics of studying 
firearm deaths have been fraught and the funding levels are very low. And if you take a public health approach, you have to start by asking some basic questions about who's committing the violence and under what circumstances. If we rely only on news reports, we're really not getting the picture that we need. We also find that policy responses are often quite skewed by what's covered. And so these horrible mass events draw a lot of attention, but they don't account for a very large share of the deaths. And so we can be drawn to policy ideas that are primarily about mass shootings. And we should certainly take those ideas seriously. But if we're trying to reduce the number of gun deaths, we're going to have to do more than that. Alan, does some further study need to be done into the lingering mental health effects of COVID? And could that play a role here in the gun violence we're seeing? We need to remember that gun violence is not primarily the outgrowth of the kinds of mental health conditions that we've seen increase in the context of COVID or that are on the rise around the globe. Depression, for example, and people with mental health conditions are more likely to be victims of violent acts than to perpetrate them. There is a tendency sometimes when we see gun violence to associate it with mental health concerns. In fact, that relationship is not as direct as many would suggest. This is an area, again, where research would be helpful, but it is risky to make assumptions based on news reports about whether treating mental health would have any effect on gun violence. Let's finish up with what you have new at Health Affairs this week. Well, today we published an article by Robert Tyler Braun of Cornell University and co-authors. It shows that after real estate investment trusts, commonly known as REITs, invest in a nursing home, registered nurse staffing levels decline. While there's an increase in staffing by licensed practical nurses and certified nursing assistants who have less training than RNs. That's Health Affairs Editor-in-Chief Alan while on Skype. Read more about that study he mentioned at the end at WTOP.com. Just search health affairs. A big win for Maryland's men's basketball team tonight. Will the Wizards join them in the the winner's circle? We'll have an update on sports with Rob in just about a minute for you on WTOP. We appreciate you being with us for your whole drive. Ask your smart speaker to play WTOP when you're at home. This is an important notice to all U.S. taxpayers. The IRS is giving away billions of dollars in tax savings through a federal program called the Fresh Start Initiative to aid delinquent taxpayers. This initiative was established for anyone facing financial hardship and unable to pay their back taxes. Qualifying and enrolling in this program will stop all collections, settle your delinquent tax problem, and even reduce what you owe by thousands of dollars. Call the hotline at People's Tax Relief to see if you qualify and get this free information by dialing 800-269-3394. If you have unfiled tax returns or cannot afford to pay your personal or business back taxes, you can now get the help you need. One simple phone call can resolve your tax problem and save you thousands of dollars. To see if you qualify and to get this important free information, call 800-269-3394. Sports at 15 and 45 powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 9.15 and just arriving in our studio, Rob Woodfork. Yeah, it's a busy ball night here. Uh, A full slate of college basketball around the DMV. Let's just call it a large success, especially in College Park where Maryland cruised to a 73 
55 victory over Wisconsin. Jameer Young had his fourth 20-point game in his last five. Told Big Ten Network the second half rally against Purdue in their last game. Carried over into tonight. Uh, it's something we could have bit off of. They're the number three team in the country, so being able to go on the road and battle with them was huge for us to have build momentum into this game um, and leading into the next game. So we're just trying to keep it going, keep sharing the ball, and uh, really just defending and rebounding, limiting them to one shot. Yeah, both teams now 4-5 and five in conference play. Maryland improving to 10-1 and one at Xfinity Center this season. So luckily their next two games are there. Uh, on the local docket as well, GW actually playing some uh, free basketball over at the Smith Center. They are in overtime trailing St. Joe's 87-85. Still uh, about two and a half minutes left to go uh, in the extra session. American stops a four-game uh, losing skid with a 63-61 comeback win over Army. Uh, Navy looking to stay above 500. They actually are above 500 now. Uh, final score against Bucknell, uh, 63-46 in the uh, A-10 battle uh, between uh, uh, VCU and George Mason. The Rams uh, pulling away in that one. The Wizards' second leg of their five-game road trip has reached halftime in Houston. The Rockets leading 58-43. The Wiz shot just 34% in the first half. Only Denny Avdia, uh, Denny Avdia scoring in double figures with 10 points. Uh, the Wizards bench, in fact, outscoring the starters 25-18. Uh, to 18. So maybe the uh, lead guys need to step up a little bit. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. All right, Rob. 917 and important locations from the Jim Crow era may soon be marked by new road signs across Virginia. Green Book was a way for individuals to be able to find safe places to stay during Jim Crow. Virginia Delegate Mike Mullen explaining his bill that calls for historical signs across the state marking sites from the Green Book. Those were sites that were said to be safe for black Americans to visit. The bill passed in the House of Delegates and now moves to the state Senate. Julie Langen heads the Virginia Department of Historic Resources. We will be working, as we have been, to try to get a complete inventory of all of those sites to determine which are still standing, which are not. Virginia has more than 300 Green Book sites. Nick Alinelli, WTOP News. And the top stories we're following for you this hour on WTOP. Donald Trump is allowed to return to Facebook and Instagram soon. What are the extra restrictions on him? After a lot of back and forth, what is President Biden's decision on sending sophisticated American battle tanks to Ukraine? And how that teacher, shot by one of her six-year-old students in Newport News, is responding to the attack, even as we have breaking news about the school district superintendent tonight. Stay with WTOP for more about all of this in just minutes. 918, traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Here's Bob Imler in the WTOP Traffic Center. In Virginia, in Lorton, the crash is still blocking the left lane on 95 southbound after exit 163. So still a bit of a slowdown. The rain's coming down pretty steadily there as well. So do be careful out there. Uh, Farther south, caller has uh, someone spun out and blocking the ramp from eastbound 610 to go north on 95. And otherwise, uh, traffic is doing okay on 66 in both directions and around the Beltway in Maryland and Virginia. Everything is running pretty well for the most part. In Maryland, on 95 southbound between the Baltimore Beltway and 195, the crash has been along the right side. Otherwise, Baltimore-Washington Parkway is without delay, as is 270 both ways. But be careful out there tonight. It is one of those nights when spinning out is pretty easy to do. Bruce Orama, two events, one fun night starring Bruce Campbell from the Evil Dead series on April 13th at 7.30 p.m. at Montgomery College, Rockville Campus. MontgomeryCollege.edu slash pack for more information. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4's Amelia Draper. After a gray, rainy, damp, cold day out there, 
We're in for a cold night with mostly cloudy skies, but not cold enough to worry about black ice. Low temperatures in the mid-30s to low 40s. For tomorrow, gusty winds at 30 to 40 miles an hour will impact the region throughout the day, putting wind chills in the 30s and low 40s with highs near 50. We'll have a mix of clouds and sun out there tomorrow. More sun on Friday with highs in the 40s. We continue to warm on Saturday with highs around 50 and plenty of sun. Clouds increase throughout the day on Sunday with a chance for some late-day rain. Rain is likely overnight Sunday into very early Monday. But through most of the day on Monday, conditions will be dry. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. After hours and hours of heavy rain, we are still dealing with rain at this hour. And I'll tell you just some of the places here. It would take forever to list everywhere. But through Burke, Fairfax, and Newington in northern Virginia, got a lot of rain. Between Alexandria, Annandale, and Idlewood, there's a lot of rain. Most of D.C., not all, but I'd say most of the uh, city proper, getting at least some showers. And some of those are pushing into Landover and other parts of Prince George's County. Finally, in Laurel and the Savage area, we're getting some more rain tonight in parts of Prince George's and Howard Counties. When we put the radar into motion, all this stuff is pushing northeast toward Ellicott City and Baltimore. Eventually, parts of Delaware and Philadelphia getting this rain system. Upper Marlboro is at 45 tonight, Centerville 40, D.C. is at 46, some parts of our area falling to 35 overnight. We're brought to you by Len the Plumber, trusted same-day service seven days a week. Coming up tonight on WTOP. 13 years in prison for shooting to death a man holding two children. I'm Dick Iuliano. Stay with us here on WTOP. Hi, guys. It's Mark. Are you struggling with ED? Did you know that a major medical breakthrough is now available and it isn't a pill? Today, Wednesday, January 25th, we're running a one-day special you won't want to miss out on. Monument Medical Clinic uses the most powerful form of wave therapy. This is a technology clinically shown to repair blood vessels and improve blood flow. It's backed by 60 clinical studies, including from Cambridge. If you're ready to regain that spark in the bedroom, today is your day. Call us now and you'll qualify for the assessment and ultrasound totally free. You'll also get a gift that can produce rapid and powerful results in the bedroom in minutes. You're going to love that one, guys. Trust me. And today only, we're offering five tune-up treatments to our patients free. This is an unprecedented offer worth hundreds of dollars, but call today and qualify totally free. Call 202-908-5555. That's 202-908-5555. Guys, put a stop to your ED and get your life back. Call Monument Medical Clinic now to qualify. This offer ends today, Wednesday. 202-908-5555. It has been the scene of deadly crashes involving young people since at least 2005. Does a local roadway need a renovation? We've got more coming up. Here's Daniel Massey from the Department of Defense on the Federal Executive Forum on 5G Strategies in Government, sponsored by Verizon. We have 5G deployed at 16 bases around the country. We are looking at new technologies in the innovate sector, what happens in the remaining 5G standardization process and 6G and beyond, and operating through commercial 5G networks anywhere in the world. To listen to the whole program from Treza Media Group, log on to federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Executive Forum. T-Mobile says they offer home internet, but if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022, and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. This is WTOP News. 923. Last year, a man was gunned down in D.C. while he was holding a baby. 
Now the man convicted in that killing learns his punishment. Not only was Cedric Miller holding an infant in a car seat, he was also holding the hand of a five-year-old when he suffered 11 gunshot wounds. The children were not hurt. Jarrell Harris has now been sentenced to 13 years in prison for the attack. He was convicted of voluntary manslaughter while armed. At the time, the police commander assigned to the Langdon neighborhood, William Fitzgerald, called it one of the most horrible things in several years in the 5th District. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. A startling update now to a deadly single-car crash involving two teen girls in Fairfax County earlier this month. Police say the Lexus that was involved was moving at more than 100 miles an hour at the time of the crash. Detectives also believe the car was airborne for about 130 feet. 16-year-olds Ariana Hafsavar and Ashlyn Brotmarkle were killed. A third passenger remains in the hospital. The crash happened January 10th on Lee Chapel Road in Fairfax Station. The section of roadway where the crash happened is known for being especially dangerous. The Board of Supervisors is telling transportation staff to develop a cost estimate for widening the two-lane road to four lanes. It's also looking into removing hills that reduce visibility for about a mile between Ox Road and Fairfax County Parkway. The road has been the site of deadly crashes involving young people since at least 2005. Maryland lawmakers now consider changes to school zone speed limits that could save you some money. Right now here in Maryland, the radius of a school zone and a speed camera for that school zone is half a mile. A new bill being considered would reduce the school zone to one-tenth of a mile. The bill by Baltimore County State Senator Charles Sidner would likely reduce the number of speed camera tickets and citations issued by officers. Besides less revenue, it would also cost counties to relocate existing cameras and tweak the infrastructure around current school zones. In Bethesda, Neil Augenstein, WTLP News. Money News 25 and 55 and Jeff Claybaugh. The Dow turned a 400-point loss into a 10-point gain. AT&T added 656,000 new wireless subscribers last quarter, about three times as many as Verizon Wireless. Maryland's unemployment rate fell to 4% in December. Virginia's unemployment rate rose to 3%. Instacart workers in D.C. between 2016 and 2018 may be eligible for $150 in cash, part of a D.C. settlement over misleading service fees. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News. Check out the Asian markets. They are mixed. Australia down half a percent. Tokyo stocks just a fraction lower. And then Hong Kong, it's up nearly 2%. Coming up after traffic and weather tonight, will former President Trump be able to make his return to mainstream social media? News on that front tonight involving Facebook and more. And then... When a leader loses the trust of those that follow them, that it's time for them to go. The school board in Newport News, Virginia, votes to part ways with its superintendent. That's weeks after a six-year-old shot his teacher during class. Stay close to WTOP tonight. At Melwood, our vision is a world where people with disabilities are fully included. Since the 60s, we've advocated for policies and programs that empower people with disabilities to live, work, and thrive in their communities. We're committed to...